Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Danica Yelenek, your announcer for this chapel service. Pastor Jake Slutton will deliver today's message from Numbers 21, verses 6 through 9. Assisting in the chapel worship today is pianist Mrs. Amanda Minning, and the acolytes are Hallie Shane and Lisette Bott. Well, good morning, everyone. Oh, is it really that kind of a morning? Good morning. Good morning. Let's see, we've got how many? The ones that I see the most are bunny ears, so I'm assuming there's a lot of Easters. How many Easters are there? Raise your, raise your hand. Several of you. How many uh, July 4ths are there? July 4th. Couple of you. Christmas? Mostly, mostly Christmas. Uh, and anybody else who made up their own holiday? What? Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Any Halloweens? Oh, Valentine's. Okay, good. All right, so we got lots of them. And St. Patrick's Day, too? Wow. Let's see. <laughs> I didn't see the beard. I'm not going to be able to, to do my, my stuff now. Okay. Um, good. Okay, so we're going to have our chapel here this morning. And then I think at the end of chapel, there are sports awards to give out this many? Somewhere? Oh, that's ne next Wednesday, the 14th. I'm sorry. So next Wednesday, we will be doing sports awards, okay? Um, okay, let's stand for the invocation. And so we begin as we always do, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, this next part that we do, which is what we usually do in chapel and certainly in church, is something called confession and absolution. This is going to be especially important today because the text from Numbers chapter 21 kind of talks about this, and it talks about how the Hebrew people went through the same pattern. They went through the same pattern of confession, confessing their sins to God, and then God provided their 
deliverance, and we're going to find out what that was. So let's take a few moments between ourselves and our Heavenly Father to talk to Him, to confess to Him all of the ways that we know of and all of the ways that we don't know of uh, for which we have failed to live up to His standard. Okay? So let's do that. So now God provides his deliverance, forgiveness in the name of his son, Jesus. So by this, your confession, I have a virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you. And in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can be seated. We're going to sing our first hymn out of the red hymnal. Number 420, number 420 in the red hymnal, we're going to sing verses 1, 6, and 7 of 420, a good Lent hymn. So number 420, verses 1, 6, and 7 of number 420. <clears throat> opening song is Christ the life of all of all the living found on page two, four, 420 in our red hymnal we will sing verses 1 6 and 7 
And our scripture text for today, as I said, is from Numbers chapter 21. This is a story of when the Hebrew people were complaining a lot. They were even this, it was a new generation after the old one had died out. So this new generation of Hebrew people, they're wandering in the wilderness and they are still complaining. They're still complaining about everything that is going on. They're, com- they're complaining about having to eat manna, this, this bread-like stuff every single day. And so this is what happens. They, the Hebrews, traveled from Mount Or along the route to the Red Sea to go along Edom. But the people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the desert? There is no bread. There is no water. And we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people and many Israelites died. People came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on a pole. And when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at the bronze snake, he lived. Okay? What I want you to do is I want you to get in groups that are close to you, so don't, don't move, and uh, teachers give the students some help. I want you to talk about what your favorite food is. What is your favorite food? It could be a couple things. Ready, set, go. Let's get some answers. Okay, raise your hand. Hallie, what's your favorite food? Ice cream? Okay. Reagan, what's your favorite food? What? Oh, spaghetti. Ooh, okay, with meat sauce or without meat, meat sauce? Do you like spaghetti with meat? With meatballs? Yeah, me too. MJ, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza? Okay. Logan? Spaghetti with sauce on top and meatballs. Got two for spaghetti. Okay. Um, Andy. Pizza. Okay. Ava Jane. French toast. Ooh, we're going to end on that one because I love French toast. Okay. So, lots of you have a lot of different favorite, favorite foods. Okay. Well, when the Israelites first got this stuff called manna, it's like a flake-like sort of bread. It's, it's, it was probably very, very thin, but it was very really tasty because it, it came from heaven. When they first got this, it probably tasted really, really good. But now they've been eating it for years and years. Do you think that they probably got tired of eating it after a while, even if it tasted good? 
probably. Okay, Hallie, you really like ice cream, but if you had ice cream all day, every day, do you think that you would get tired of it? No? Okay. Well, some might, okay? Okay, so this is why the Israelites are complaining. They're complaining because all they've had to eat, even though they've been kept alive, all they've had to eat is this, as they say, this miserable food. So, after the... Israelites have been complaining about all of this stuff, okay, and complaining about how God has provided for them. He does something. Do you remember what the text said? He sent what among them? A certain kind of snake. What kind of snake, Harper? Remember? Was it a poison snake or a not poisonous snake? It was a poison. There were lots of poisonous snakes, okay? And the, the Lord sent that as a punishment to the people to say, hey, don't forget where your bread is buttered, okay? No pun intended there, okay? Don't forget that I am the Lord. Don't forget that I am the one who has provided for you all of these years, and the only reason why you're alive anyway is because I have kept you alive. And so the Lord, after the people have complained, sends these venomous snakes, and many of the people got bit by these snakes, and they died. Whoa! crazy, okay? So, what, what happens after that? Well, what happens after that is that the people then, they go, they confess, just like we just did. They confess to God that they have sinned. It says that in verse 7. They say, the people came to Moses and said, we sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. And so, Moses prayed for the people. So, the people realize what they have done wrong, realize that they have sinned against God, they confess their sin to God, and then God, because of His great love for them, just like His great love for you and I, provides life and provides forgiveness. So this is what happens after that. So Moses prays for the people, and then the Lord said to Moses, make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on a pole. Then when anyone was bitten by a snake, he looked at the bronze snake and lived. So God provides the way out. Okay? He provides forgiveness. He provides life. And so what he does is he says to Moses, he says, okay, I've heard the people. I know that they are sorry and repentant for what they have done, so this is what you're supposed to do. I want you to make a snake, a bronze snake. Okay? I want you to make it, and then I want you to put it up on a pole. Okay? And then after you put it up on, on, on a pole, lift the pole up, and then all that the people have to do, those who were bitten by the venomous snakes and hadn't yet died, okay? all that the people have to do is look at the bronze snake, and they will live. Pretty cool. Okay? Now, this wasn't just some sort of magic act. It wasn't just some kind of a magic trick. No. What did the people have to do? They had to look up at the snake that was on the pole. And of course, they lived. Now, do you guys know what the word foreshadow means? It's kind of a tricky word. Cordell, what does the word foreshadow mean? 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah, good. Okay, so this event with God telling Moses to put the bronze snake up on the pole and then lift the pole up so that the people will look at it and, and live is a foreshadowing of another event that would happen many, many years after that. Can anybody guess what that, what that event was? Don't think too hard. Look up at the cross. Jesus, yeah, um, August. Yeah, okay. So this is how that event goes, and we're going to just re- read that really, really quick. This is from Matthew chapter 27. As they were going out, they met a man named Cyrene, named Simon, and they forced him to carry Jesus' cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him, this is Jesus, the King of the Jews. When people were crucified, it was really, really not good, okay? It was the most, they saved crucifixion, that kind of death, they saved it for the most, for the worst criminals in the land. And they did this to Jesus. They crucified him. They put, they, they put him on a cross. Imagine if you can, do, do you see that yellow cross that we have there? Okay. Well, imagine that that yellow cross, okay, that Jesus is on it. He's got his arm here and his arm here and his feet are nailed to the bottom there. And then they lift that cross up, right? Okay. And the reason why they lifted the cross up is because once the person was hanging there, they, it, they had a really hard time breathing, okay? This was not a nice thing. This was, this, like I said, this kind of punishment was saved only for the worst criminals, and this is what they did to Jesus. But this is why I asked you what, what it meant for something as a foreshadowing, okay? Because just as Moses puts the bronze snake on the pole and lifts it up, and the people, all that they have to do is look at it and live, the Bible says that all that we need do is look at Jesus, and we too will live, okay? Because it is through Jesus that we have the forgiveness of sins. Notice that when I pronounce the absolution, when I um, uh, speak those words of forgiveness to you, it's not in my name. It's by the name of Jesus that you are forgiven. Jesus who was lifted up on the cross. And all we need do is look at Jesus on the cross and live. And have our sins forgiven. This is why, um, for those of you who come to church here, okay, and for those of you who go to a different Lutheran church, I'm not, I'm not sure how they do it in other ones around here, but I know for sure that in our church and in other Lutheran churches, we do this every single week, and this is the reason why we do this every week. We do something called confession and absolution. It's one of the very first things that we do in every single service. We confess our sins to God just like the people did. Okay, Lord, we, we have sinned against you. Okay, 
We know what, what we did. We recognize that. We have sinned against you, and we pray for your forgiveness. Well, the Bible says that when we confess our sins, that God is faithful and just, and He will forgive our sins, and He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay? So we need not, not fear that whenever we mess up and whenever we make a mistake, maybe we um, weren't listening to our parents well enough, maybe we said something mean to, to someone else, whatever the case might be, as long as we confess, as long as we tell God that we are sorry for what we have done and we promise to live our lives in a different way, okay, in a way that He wants, He will forgive us. All that we have to do is look to the cross of Jesus and live, okay? All right. Let's sing our next hymn, number 422. It's called On My Heart and Print Your Image, number 422 in your red hymnal. song is On My Heart and Print Your Image, found on page 422 in the Red Hymnal. And ushers, you may come forward for the offering. The mission of Trinity Lutheran School is to proclaim and joyously celebrate the gospel through a quality, Christ-centered education program with one another, the community, and the world. Trinity Lutheran School enrolls students ages 3 through 8th grade. To schedule a tour, contact the school office at 417-235-5931. Special events at Trinity this week. The annual TEA Carnival is this Friday night with dinner starting at 5.30 and games and silent auction starting at 6.30. Live auction begins at 9. Midweek Lenten services continue tonight at 7 p.m. Early out this Friday and no school on Monday, March 12th.
Let's stand and take your hymnals and open to the back cover. We're going to read the Apostles' Creed together. And we begin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We're going to pray now, and I am going to open us in prayer. Leave some time for silent prayers and petitions from all of you to be prayed to God. And then when uh, there's been sort of enough, enough time there, uh, then I will close us in prayer and we will join together in the Lord's Prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this account, for this story of Moses and the people and the bronze snake. We thank you, Lord, that it, it was a foreshadowing of the events of the crucifixion of your beloved Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that it is not by some magic trick or something else, but Lord, simply because your word says that all that we need to do is look to Jesus, confess him with our mouth that he is our Lord, and we will be saved. And so, Lord, we pray that you would help us by your Holy Spirit to always recognize and acknowledge those, those ways and those many times where we have fallen short of your standard, your standard of perfection. We thank you that it is through Jesus who was perfect for us, who died our death for us, that he has given us his perfect righteousness. And so, Lord, we uh, also give you thanks for this Lutheran Schools Week. We thank you, Lord, for the fun and the learning and the silliness that we can have and that we can enjoy together as we celebrate being in a Lutheran school and how wonderful that that is and what a great chance and opportunity that we not only as students but also as teachers and staff have uh, to be able to, to serve here. And so, Lord, we bring all of these silent prayers and petitions that we name before you in our hearts now. So, Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look, up, look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. You can be seated.
All right, we are going to do birthdays, but before we do that, we are going to take care of our candles. And while that is happening, I want everyone who is in chimes to come up and get set. We are going to play our two songs from Sunday for our school. So chimers, come get ready, and I will play some music for our acolyte. It has been our pleasure to bring you this chapel service from Trinity Lutheran Church and School. We pray that you have benefited spiritually and invite you to worship with us each Sunday and Wednesday morning by means of this broadcast at www.frysatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May his love surround you and his mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Danica Yelinek. Sunday we had several chimers that were sick and so we want to go ahead and have a chance to perform for you the songs that we've been working on so while we are waiting for them to get ready we are going to go ahead and celebrate our birthdays I need Mr. Riley Ray to come up his birthday is on Friday carnival day so let's sing happy birthday to Riley happy birthday So we're going to play two songs for you. The first one is Beautiful Savior.
So this next song you guys might recognize because it's one that I think we sing in choir class. It's called Jesus in the Morning. Okay, so teachers, I did not get around to classrooms this morning to hand out tickets, so I'm going to do that really quick as you leave, and I'll give the tickets to the teachers. So, kindergarten, if you dress up for today in something holiday-themed, stand up.
All right, I need everybody to have a seat, please. And I'm gonna ask Mrs. Wolf to come up to give AR awards. So everybody make sure you're being quiet and you have your eyes and ears on Mrs. Wolf. All right, our awards are for February, those students who had 95% or above for the month. First grade, Connor Bailey. Jackson Hazeman. Ava Cannell. Bentley Manning. Ava Peters. Reagan Voskamp. Grayson Woodward. Fourth grade, August Black. Noah Carr. Cordell McBlair. Elizabeth Sharp. Fifth grade, Makai Clybaker. Allie Shane. Sixth grade, Danica Yelinek. Ruby Knight. Eighth grade, Drew Creed. And Vanson Minning.
Hey, and as soon as we finish smiling pretty, we'll draw names for the prizes. All right, Mrs. Knight's gonna draw for one. You can pick whichever one you want. Connor Bailey. And one more. Vincent Manning. Hey, nice job, everybody. Have a seat. Ladies and gentlemen, your voices should be off. If you're standing up here getting your picture taken, your voices should be off. Let's give them a round of applause, please, for their hard work. <laughs> teachers, are there any other announcements? I want to visit with all the teachers really quick about our activity for the day to make sure we don't have any questions about that. You guys have a great day. Everybody else stay seated. You guys can find your seats quietly.